0: Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts Lady J and
1: T. How are you T? I'm fantastic. How are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I'm good. Yeah. I am good. Nice. I'm gravy baby. Yo. <laughs> this is how the show is going to continue. Yo. Oh. So good. Um so before we get into this week's episode <laughs> or today's episode. See, I wanna say this week, but I forget that we do two a week.
1: But when it starts like this, hmm hold on, hold on. Let me be grounded here. Let okay, me yeah. let me get ready for yeah, this. Yeah, be All ready, right. My butt is in the right position. That sounds naughty. Shoulders are square. Yep.
0: All right. Lay it on me. So last night I went to um, a show at the UCB theater, which is if you don't know about the UCB by now, you should. Um, but at, at the franklin one which mm-hmm. i love that place because it's easier for me than the sunset one like parking's easier everything's. Sunset easy. sounds like a nightmare it's not that much it's, a, it's not so much of a nightmare it's just like parking's impossible that's what i mean like and, that part yeah and then it's also like it's a more awkward waiting situation because they have like this weirdo little parking lot in front okay and so they like will like snake their line all throughout the parking lot and so it's a little like weird as opposed to Franklin they'll just like snake you down the block and around the corner or whatever like so they treat the other one like Disneyland a little bit (laughs) uh and it's bigger it's their it's like their flagship theater now in LA Mm -hmm. but anyway so I went to there and I was really excited because it's the bajillionaire's episode show or whatever so the bajillionaire's bajillion dollar property we yeah. know about this I've probably talked about this on this podcast at this point but it's like Paul of Tompkins and a bunch of improv improv what improv comedians uh-huh. and the show is long since over but they have like a monthly show at the UCB that they do mm-hmm where as many of the cast as can make it or whatever, um, will come and do improv for an hour. Yeah. So I was really excited because I was able to get tickets, which I never can get tickets fast enough. Like, mm-hmm. cause they sell like hotcakes and I yeah. was able to get tickets. I was like, and the whole time prepping to go, I was like, I'm going to see Paul. I'm going to see Drew probably. I'll probably see Tawny. I don't know about Mandel or <laughs> Tim or Dan, but like, I know I'll see those three at sure. Like for sure. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I get to the show, and first of all, parking, dream parking. Like, I literally, I made a left, and there was a spot. Like, I didn't even have to think about it, which, like, never happens. Like, I usually have to, like, drive a few blocks, try to, like, see will I fit in the space, none of that. It was, like, kismet. It was amazing. So then I go, and I get in line, and I'm, like, the fifth person in line. So I was, like, sweet, I'm going to get a front row spot. (laughs) Like, everything is, like, coming up roses, okay? Mm -hmm. So... We get we get in, and I'll tell the story about the in-line story in a minute, but I want to wrap this part up. So we get in, we sit down, I took my front row seat, everything's cool. I haven't been to that Franklin Theater in a while. Mm-hmm. They've, like, redone all the seats and everything. Everything looks, like, clean and fresh and whatever. Yeah. So I was like, sweet, like, UCB coming up. I love it. So I, I get my seat, I'm waiting, waiting, and then... Drew comes out and Tani comes out and then a bunch of people that I know, but yeah. they're not the bajillionaires. Okay. Like, so Mary Soane, do you know her? Mm-mm. Do you watch that AP bio show? No. Okay. I well, don't. anyway, she's on it. She's, she's in the improv and UCB community, but that's where you would know her okay. from. Mary Soane comes out. Carl Tart comes out who uh-huh. anyone who listens to Comedy Bang Bang will know Carl yeah. Tart. Ne- Zeke Nicholson comes out also a Comedy Bang Bang mainstay and um Ryan Gall who is another bajillionaire who I thought might be there so Drew Tani Ryan and then Mary Carl and Zeke and and so they come out and Drew and Tani were doing like the the intro right because there's always two people in an improv team that do like the hey team or hey hey audience whatever so Drew and Tani are doing that and they come out and the first word out of their mouth is like so Paul's not here (laughs) 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 <laughs> and Drew starts going like I saw all of your faces fall it's cool yeah. some of you like made fists like I, we, I, we get it yeah. like Paul texted us about 30 minutes ago said he was feeling sick so you know you guys are probably due back like a refund of like three or four dollars <laughs> and then Tani's was like was like okay like how much even is the ticket to the show and somebody was like seven bucks and they're like okay so you guys deserve like an eight dollar refund like we get it <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, which was really funny. And, and then they kind of like... And then Carl started making jokes about how he's Paul and he was like doing a terrible, like not even trying to do a Paul impression, yeah. but just doing like, I have a suit or, you know, whatever. And it was just really good show, really funny. So, but the thing I want to talk about is this. So I'm in line, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm the last person in line until I'm not, right? And immediately behind me... I'm, and I'm not looking around, but I can hear everything. I'm like yeah. on my phone or whatever. But so it's this woman and this man. And it's immediately clear that the woman has never been here before. Mm-hmm. And, but it's not clear, like, what their relationship is mm-hmm. until, like, shortly thereafter. So this man has, like, this Eastern European accent. Okay. Which is funny, not just because of the accent, but just in and of itself. Like, because I. You know, your mind immediately jumps to conclusions about what's happening behind you, okay. right? And so, like, I'm like, oh, okay, so this girl is, is like, they're probably on a first date. They probably met on Tinder or something. Okay. And this guy's, like, some total, like, like fob, you know, immigrant-type guy or whatever. And, you know, and she's feeling, she's sounding very, like, blasé about life. Like, she's mm-hmm. not, like she 's not like bubbly and whatever she 's just like, yeah okay yeah and then he's like <laughs> he 's like you know he 's like yeah, so then so then all of a sudden, I see him go, or yeah he, sa- he says something to her to like like, oh, do you mind holding my place for a second, and then he I guess like leaves or whatever, and then and then I see him come back. Or, or I see someone come and then he lands behind me. So I'm like, okay, that's what he looks like. And so he's like this like tall, long haired guy. And I think he was wearing like shorts, like like sweat cut off pants or something. Interesting. I don't know. I, I might be jumbling a few things in my head right now. But anyway, so he comes back and he's like, okay, so I put your name on the list and you're like seventh in line. So like, that's pretty good, like on the standby list. And she's like, okay. And then, like a few moments of silence go by, and then he's like, "So, like, that's cool, right? Like, I'll go in and I'll try to save you a seat. And then, like, when the ones they let the standby people come in, like, and then you'll come in." And she's like, "Yeah, as long as you're cool with like leaving if I don't get in." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." So then, so then she's like, and then and then I see her like I can hear shuffling, and I kind of see her in my peripheral vision. She's like coming out of line and stuff. And then she comes back, and she's like. I just, like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't... I don't get like what's happening and he's like well they're gonna let us in at some point yeah you know you'll just hang out here until they call the standby people and then you'll be the seventh one in line to be the standby and she's like okay but like where is that gonna happen (laughs) like how is that gonna happen he's like right here this is the line (laughs) like what's happening right now like I mean he wasn't even frustrated with her it was just like he was like right here this is it like this is how how it's done or whatever Mm -hmm. and she's like okay so then so now I'm my My wheels are spinning, right? I'm like trying to figure out these two like, what's their relationship to each other? (laughs) What is this dynamic? Because clearly, he's been here before, right? He's now, now I'm thinking, okay, he's the local, like, he knows this theater, he knows the deal, whatever. She's never been here before. And sure as shit, then through their conversation, I learn that she's from New York, Mm -hmm. she's visiting. Mm-hmm. he was also from new york at some point but now lives here okay so i don't know what their relationship is but they're definitely not like together okay okay like, it, it's not it's not that at all but have you ever like seen or in or like or like you know, interacted or like met people who are interacting with each other, where you just you're, you're just like, just kiss already. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was the vibe the entire time. Like, I tell I'm telling you, the in- like, I was this close to turning around and being like, Okay, so are you guys together or not? Like, <laughs> what is this? Like, <laughs> because it was so like, Obviously they're comfortable with each other. Like they obviously have a history yeah. of like maybe friendship, I don't know. Mm. Because they they're they're, they're ta- like their conversation is very like easy or whatever. Yeah. And at some point she starts talking about the weather. So here we go. Mm. Okay. So she goes, she starts she posits, "I don't understand why People talk about the weather when they talk about why L.A. is better than New York. Uh, Like, what's like, what's the deal with weather? (laughs) Like, why weather? Like, who cares? And he's like, and he, to his credit or whatever he was making very good arguments as to why the weather like yeah. he's like i don't know it's like because it's like easy going you know it's like you don't have to like change clothes like indoor outdoor you're like you just we can wear whatever you want to wear yeah. or like you know outdoor activities like you can go running you can go to the beach and she's like and swim in cold water and he's like okay but you don't have to go in the water you could like play beach volleyball or yeah whatever. and then and he's and she's like well I yeah I guess like you're a runner so like I guess that's important and he's like he's like yeah and I guess like you're a swimmer and there's like indoor swimming pools or whatever so like whatever and she's like i mean yeah but like i could see where somebody like wanted to swim in the beach it's nice to know that you can or whatever i mean and this carried on and then she kept butting heads like she kept trying to be like but like really though what's the big deal and he kept like coming back to her with like salient points of like why the weather and then finally finally there's a lull in the conversation and she goes to him she goes i just i feel like you're just like you're like done with this conversation like you're like and you're like annoyed with me or whatever and he's like I'm not really annoyed with you I just don't have much to think about on this topic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was like a full on soap opera happening behind <laughs> me. It was amazing. That was like 30 minutes in line like waiting to get in. It, it was, probably went by really fast cuz you're like, tra- you know. And I was just like on my phone like playing Sudoku and like fully just like eavesdropping yeah. in their conversation. It was amazing. And then so finally they start letting us in, right? So and he's like right behind me, so I can hear him go like okay just like wait here like you're seventh in line whatever and then he's like he comes in he's behind me coming in whatever I take my seat I'm like tracking where he's gonna sit yeah. to see if he's gonna be able to save a seat because they don't really like that there obviously yeah so I'm gonna see if he's gonna try to save a seat how that's gonna work and then I see her come in and like go sit right next to him okay All right. and I was like they made it they <laughs> like, made it it's
1: happening <laughs> I have to admit I love standing in line like whether if it oh, I like standing in line that's (laughs) no one has ever said that but it can be fun when you can eavesdrop on people's conversations especially if there are out-of-towners like around you and you're like so why are they here and then they go into it without even like addressing that question or putting it out there they just start getting into it amazing and you're like
0: "Uh uh-huh and then what did you do yeah (laughs) did you like this spot (laughs) right so but, but that's what that that's the thing with these two like i didn't get date vibes from them it didn't Mm. feel romantic but they were so like going back and forth that i was like just kiss already like you know what i mean it was like it was like you, you know what you know the quickest way to shut someone up about the weather is to kiss them like you know it's like it's it was so funny to me like so
1: you you felt the chemistry even though your your back was to them but you felt
0: it i honestly don't know it was so Funny, I had to talk about it on this podcast. Yeah. Like, I hope they're listening.
1: <laughs> like, like the one night that you and I went to the concert, uh Christine and the Queens, oh yeah,
0: there were two couples the French. Oh, the people in front of okay, us. dude. So the French couple, I was lost in their conversation. Yeah, you could you could understand them. They were speaking French. So the time. I was
1: like, oh, well, okay, okay. So I'm listening, and then I just stop. And at some point, I'm listening to the other two couples in front of us, and they're both from out of town. Mm-hmm. Both are well. One is from Texas. She said that she was from L.A. and then moved to New York and that's where she met her husband and then like now they're in L.A. just like vacationing or whatever. And the other couple they're from texas and they're talking about where they want to go have mexican food yes i remember that and i'm like listening and then they were talking about tex-mex or like what they've had in texas i'm like fucking (laughs) (laughs) tex-mex like like, because i've had that conversation with people in texas i'm like yeah man i don't know how you guys have that taco that's the size of your face i am and then he's like oh yeah you guys are used to that one dollar size taco i'm like yeah but it's so good (laughs) and you can eat like a million of them yeah exactly (laughs) so uh, it was just funny They're, they were comparing their notes I'm like your notes kind of suck I should tell you guys where to go eat but I was like nah just figure it out <laughs> it,
0: yeah and I think they were like talking about places in LA yeah like at one point they named dropped Casa Vega yeah, I'm I am like, like oh no, my god no. You're <laughs> don't like, go there <laughs> don't
1: go and someone someone that's been to Casa what are you talking about it's the best place ever <laughs> whatever not my jam
0: I mean listen like it's fine I've yeah. been there like it's all good but it's not like the best Mexican food in the history of Mexican it, it, food. Exactly. It's more of like a kitschy, like, it's like a place to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than like to go for the food. I suppose. Yeah. But so fun to listen yeah. to people. So that was just, that was my adventure last night. It was really really funny and then the show was really funny I mean the and I'll be honest I definitely probably was one of those people whose faces fell when Paul did not come out like <laughs> like because I, I felt it like I felt like they, I felt it and then they immediately voiced everyone yeah. feeling it like just like so Paul's not here <laughs> like, Yeah, I know you guys are all bummed <laughs> you'll get your money back and the fact is, is like I went because I listen to Paul's show every week and he plugs it every time yeah there, there's gonna be a show coming and so when he plugged it this last time I was like let me got, try to get tickets I want to go and I did. And he wasn't there. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, but um, but it was good. And so that was my 15-minute adventure <laughs> 15 at the USB, adventure. USB at the UCB last night. So without further ado, mm. let's get in to the business at hand, oh. which is episode 1003 mm-hmm. titled This is a Mouthful. Mama's gonna buy you a diamond ring. Which never comes up. What the fuck did that have to do with anything in this Mama's episode? Mama's gonna
1: buy you a diamond ring. Okay, I'm not gonna say yeah. that. That sounds a little creepy. Do I'm that. so sorry. But honestly, what's that about?
0: I have no idea. Yeah. Like, mm, well, okay. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's, I have a theory. Maybe I don't know. It's, <laughs> I'm reaching. I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Um, okay. The Amazon Prime spoily is Simon's girlfriend moves into his apartment. Ugh. Ugh. Barf. The DVD description is Simon won't tell his parents that he's now living with Rose, his fiance. Lucy plans a church social. Ruthie tries to attract boys after a talk with her father. <laughs> <laughs> And right once and once again, Ruthie is in that annoying fucking territory for me Mm. where she's too honest and too open. And I'm just like, this is awkward. I don't want to deal with it. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think I have Mm, one. Two. i know i have three
0: moments where i went Where you oh. cringed yeah. <laughs> yeah i know exactly what they yeah, are yeah. Three. number one ruthie, ruthie dancing, dancing alone in her room while yep. eric watches oh my god number two eric dancing like ruthie for annie yeah three annie i mean ruthie dancing with mark or whatever luke <laughs> in front of her family yeah but
1: what the fuck was that kid's name i don't know sam <laughs> maybe it was sam
0: like it is sam, like it sam hunter or something weird Sam like, walker walker okay sam walker sounds right yeah yeah it is sam. no that's no sam is her brother <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, i don't know who cares yeah there's so much about Rufi mm-hmm. that like honestly the dancing is cringeworthy but that's not even like that's not even what i take umbrage with other than I barfed and cringed. But the part that gets me is the scene where she's talking to her dad and he calls her sexy and she's like, oh my God, you think I'm sexy? I mean, I was trying to be, but like, I didn't know I was. Thanks dad.
1: Barf all over i know i i I think i wrote down i want to throw up hard like
0: like like you just want to purge ruthie this is not a normal father and daughter conversation stop telling your dad all your inner hopes and desires about your sexual life like but uh, it's so grody like i can't even handle it and that's, Annie. that's all
1: she got from it not about her other attributes I I fucking lost and of, it. And of
0: course like of course annie's like a mom like, yeah you know? she's like she's like my poor daughter <laughs> you know she has more to offer <laughs> but eric is just like flabbergasted and ruthie is just like i'm sexy i know
1: it was but it was kind of funny like Eric having this talk with her, it really escaped him. Like this conversation yeah. picked itself up and went somewhere else and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it really did. Like
0: he's like, Where where did it go? That's not where I was going. Which which you might argue, I might argue, Ruthie did on purpose like, oh, yeah. as like a fuck you to her dad. Yeah. Like, even more so. Like, hold on, wait. You think I'm sexy? <laughs> like, hold the phone. Like, which is so not what Eric wanted to hear. You no. know what I mean? And But then again, I'm just like, oh, my God, Ruthie, like, why aren't you talking to your sister or your mom about this shit? Like, because she's still pissed at them. Why is it not her mom? No, but why is it always Eric that gets the brunt of her full force of, like, honesty about being like or her awkward honesty? Like, remember in last season? Yeah. When she's like, I've been always looking for a boyfriend. And I'm kind of boy crazy and I really want to be boy crazy. And I've been kissed and, da, 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 and I'm like, Ruthie, stop talking. Like yeah. no one wants to hear this right now. Yeah. And then same thing here where you're just like, oh my God, like what the fuck are you talking about to your father? <laughs> like it's so weird. Oh, It's so bonkers. It doesn't make sense to me that she would be saying those things. Right?
1: Oh man, I don't know. I don't
0: know. Uh, uh. <laughs> So to unpack this a little bit more, um, she's doing that horrific grinding dance thing. It honestly, I don't know what's more upsetting about it. I don't know if it's her hand placement because she insists on putting her hands like on her hips, yeah, like almost as if she would be like putting her thumbs Thumb through, through a, a loop if yeah. she had one. You know, mm-hmm. she she's always got her hands there, always. Yeah. No matter what she's doing else with her head and her butt, yeah. her hands are there, which is like an it's like a, it's a suggestive sort of weird place to put your hands, I guess. Yeah, but then she's doing the whole like body roll with her shoulders thing, yeah, and then she's like dipping low, low and yeah, coming up, and I'm just like, this is weird like sexualization of Ruthie, like, like better, better point. Why did we have to see that happening in the beginning? Why not just have the moment of when Eric comes to talk to her? That's what he catches her doing because at least then it's serving a purpose. The whole beginning moments of just watching her driving to herself is just gratuitous nonsense. Like we didn't need that. I know yeah yeah that was
1: your two minute silence scene yeah <laughs> it was her dancing and grinding yeah
0: it really was that's so weird <laughs> but doesn't
1: she look at him at that's self- i know that's that 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 i wrote it, down.
0: I wrote it. wait did ruthie see eric watching her like the way that the camera angle works yeah it's like she's looking at him and like while she's dipping it low and kind of like fuck you a little bit but it's not even like that's just gross yeah. like again ruthie what are you doing Like because i'm sorry if my dad walked
1: in on me just getting my groove on like just dancing my heart's content i'd stop <laughs> Yeah, you bet. Like, I'd be like, oh, hey, dad. You're like, whoa, whoa, what's happening? Oh, you spo- I'm going to change the music. Now it's hymns. <laughs> like <laughs> I was listening to NPR. Yeah, right? You know, all that shit, all that good jazz. But no, she definitely saw her dad, and it's almost like she gave herself a wink and a
0: nod, like saying, a Look little what I'm bit. Doing. A little bit. Yeah. Which just makes it even grosser. Mm hmm. So then we cut to Eric downstairs doing the same moves to Annie. She was, you know... And, and like, he's doing it, and it's like ew. I really didn't need to see Eric grinding. Right I know, now. like, it's like where's it's my cast iron really so I can hit both of them. Unnecessary to have this on television. Yeah, it's like Annie, let me get, let me take you out of your misery, Eric. Stop. Okay, but I love what Annie says here, which is, you know, he's he's basically trying to be like, what the fuck? My daughter is like too sexual for her own good. Yeah, and and Annie's like chill, right? And he's like, you're way too calm. And She's like, listen, I'm recognizing that this is just part of growing up like yeah she's finding her sexuality and that is part of growing up like no like you know sorry not sorry all your other kids went through it and so will your twins by the way you know what i mean and you know maybe it's awkward and sure but it's it's a fact of life. Yeah. Like we can't do much about it. You know, what we can do is talk to her mm-hmm. and let her know what her other attributes are and the things that she offers to the world. And that's exactly what Eric doesn't do yeah. because he harps on the sexuality. He makes it a thing. And now she's all in with that. It's crazy because I
1: didn't know that that was going to be a thing because I know where Ruthie stands on
0: sex and her age. OK, well, here's the thing. I don't think Ruthie is like trying to have sex.
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't like, think it's
0: about that. For I don't her. think so either. She's not ready to have sex. No. We know this. She knows this. Yeah. But I definitely feel like it's it's definitely a thing. You know, like you start to like envision a future and like you know you start like thinking about yourself in that way or whatever. It's kind of
1: like those memes. This is what I think I look like, and then this is what I really <laughs> look like. It's it's one of those. Maybe yeah okay no but like you want to embody that like awesome confident sexiness like you want that every girl wants to achieve that at some point where like they own it whether if it's something physical or like that mental you want to be in that mental headspace where you're like I got it
0: that's the problem though is and I don't know if it's the show's problem or if it's society's problem or whatever but the problem is is we. I'm going to say we, but maybe I just mean the show. I don't know. Bear Mm -hmm. with me, listeners. But like we're equating confident sexy Mm -hmm. with physical sexy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those are two different things. Yeah. Like it like, you know, feeling sexy in like knowing that you like that you're like good and you're cool and all that shit. Yeah. Has nothing to do with how you look. Yeah. But Ruthie's. um Ruthie seems to be tapped into her physical sexiness here. Yeah. You know, especially when Eric brings it up, she's like, Oh shit. Like I've been trying to look sexy. I didn't know I was doing it, you know, but like good to know that I am like, I'm pulling it off. Like she's trying to be physically sexy yeah, with her hair, with her clothes, whatever, with her walk, her walk with her arms to the side. Yeah. (laughs) so awkward. (laughs) She's not swinging
1: her arms. It's so weird. Yeah, it's, it is odd.
0: Uh,
2: it is a and little it's slow.
0: Yes, and it's deliberate, deliberate and it's yeah. like sort of catwalky and like, yeah. you know, yeah. And honestly, her outfit is not that sexy, though, which is helpful. Because if all of a sudden Ruthie was wearing a fucking skimpy little skirt with her thong showing and stuff, like, I don't know how I'd handle it. Oh, yeah. But she's wearing, like, a suit. (laughs) like She's wearing, like, pinstripe pants with a matching blazer. Yeah. And, like, a shirt underneath or whatever, which is decidedly unsexy, which, good. But, um... But yeah, so she's just walking with confidence. Yeah. And she's like talking to any boy who'll look at her, yeah. including Jack. Yeah. And finally, Jack has to be like, listen, honey, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah. I just think, you know, your dad's not happy. I'm not going to be happy. Like, I'm not, 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 you know what I mean? Like, he, yeah, he basically like tells her like, Maybe it was just not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And mind you, he's got his eye on like fifteen other girls who seem to be falling all over him. Seriously. All of a sudden Jack's a hot commodity. Like, okay. Yeah,
1: and to hear her saying I want him to be a senior and hot, like
0: she has she has a list of what she wants the guy to be. Well, right to Martin. When yeah. she's talking to Martin. So Okay, so let's unpack this a little bit. So Martin and Meredith made a date on the last episode. I don't know that we talked about it too much, but they made a date. Yeah. And so the time for the date has come. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, he's like asking Ruthie to help him figure out what to do with her. Yeah. Because he's like, and I love that whole scene in the kitchen where she's like, she's like, I don't care about you. Like I care about me. And he's like, get over it. Yeah. Like like his face and his hand motions. Like I love Martin so much. I kind of like,
1: I like Martin and Ruthie, how they banter. Yes, I do too. I I enjoy it. Like, no, it's like just kiss already. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not about you. It's about my shit. Okay. But I have something going on. Let's talk.
0: And he fully is like, whatever, man, move on. (laughs) Like it's not happening, you know? So I don't know what sexy is. (laughs) Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Right? okay. are okay. Okay. So okay. suckers. Okay. I'm playing this clip right now.
1: But well, Maybe if you weren't so uh, focused on Jack, you could find a guy that you like and your parents like.
2: My parents don't have to like him.
1: No, but it wouldn't
0: hurt.
2: I guess. But he has to be good looking, popular, and hot.
0: Hot?
1: Yeah. You know, sexy.
0: Well, why do you want someone who's sexy?
1: There's nothing wrong with being sexy. Some people even think I'm sexy
0: why do you want people to think
1: you're sexy
2: why not people think you're sexy no they don't <laughs> yes they do
1: well I'm not
2: well you are
1: okay look like, I'll bring a guy for you to meet a guy I think you'll like I'm you no know, judge on whether or not a guy is um sexy but I think I can find a better date for you than Jack
2: alright fine
1: I have nothing else to do
0: <laughs> you are yeah yeah, yeah you are <laughs> so cute they're so cute I love his face is awesome because like his eyebrows. He goes say what now? (laughs) He, I mean, Martin's acting in this episode. I'm all about it. Like whatever, Tyler Hoechlin's acting in this episode. Like he's so funny and cute and just like he's obviously so into Meredith. Like yeah, and he just wants to like do right by her, you know. Mm -hmm. So he's like, what do I do? And then the whole church social thing comes up, and he's like, okay, yeah, it sounds like a good time. Whatever. But I really like Meredith. There's, she's so sweet. I do, too. I think she's got a really good head on her shoulders. Yeah. She's definitely calmed down. She's not like a fucking chatter mouth, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. person anymore. Um, And I and I really like um when um when God, I'm like losing my train of thought when Meredith is talking to Martin. Mm hmm about ruthie's obsession with jack yeah or rather martin's asking meredith about ruthie's obsession with jack or whatever and he's just like what's her deal with jack like what's the fucking deal with jack and he's like and meredith's like i honestly think it's just the chase like you know he's a he's a forbidden fruit her parents won't let him go out with her yeah her go out with him so she's like hell bent on it and annie says as much too i think right where she's like she's like you you made him a thing the target right yeah. like you made him a thing and now she wants that thing yeah it's, I mean, it's like psychology 101, dude. Yeah. You know, honestly, and I think it might have even been Lucy in the last episode who said, or I don't know who says it, or I, maybe I made it up, but like, it's like, let her go out with him. They're going to have nothing in common. It's going to go up in flames and, and then she'll be over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why did we make it this such a fucking federal case? Yeah. And now, and now you've taken her down the primrose path of trying to be sexy in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you got the exact opposite of what you wanted to happen, Eric. Yeah like you kind of dug your own bed here. Yeah. Grave. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. So so anyway, so he takes Meredith to the dance. He finds it is Sam Walker. Yeah. Um Sam Walker t- actually Sam Walker like imposes himself yeah. on Martin, which I wonder if that's going to come back around. There's there's no way you introduce a character like this and only for one episode, right? Yeah, exactly,
1: cuz he was in the last season with
0: was he really though? Is he the same person? Cause he did not look familiar. Well,
1: well, but then again, we weren't even paying attention to that That's guy true. too, but the show is making it a point to bring this guy back. Like his, it, like who he was to Ruthie. Oh, she, she tried to make Vincent jealous with me. Right.
0: Like, r- looping her arm within mine, whatever. He, he does that funny thing where he's like, he's like, can I be the guy that you set her up with? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay <laughs> he's like wait what's your name again <laughs> no but he's like he's like do you even know ruthie he's like yeah i see her in the halls and she tried to make me make vincent jealous once before like he's yeah like he's obviously like obsessed with her you know what i mean <laughs> like it's kind of creepy but then probably she- know ruthie's meeting a, a male version of rose mm, no, i'm kidding I hope i'm kidding I would i hope i, hope I know i know i honestly couldn't handle more than one rose i know especially after this fucking episode oh my god Oh, okay. Let's just talk about it because I'm done. Don't I'm you just fucking done with Rose. I'm. I'm. I honestly don't know how I'm going to continue to watch the show if Rose continues to be on. I it. know. Like I'm so aggravated and infuriated
1: Simon there if you haven't seen any red flags you have 30 of oh, them in he front sees of you them, honey.
0: he sees all the red flags on this episode but now he's in fucking too deep and he can't do anything about it because she won't leave yeah you need to change your phone number you need to move you need to get the fuck out of Dodge Simon to ditch this bitch change the locks. not going away now no she fully fucking moves herself in yeah And then weasels her way out of telling anyone because she's like, well, I can't tell my parents unless there's a ring. So get to step in like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. mm, What? What? Try to try. God, she makes everything happen for her. It's it's dangerous is what it is. Like, I'm I'm at my wit's end with Rose. You
1: want to get into bed and then I can uh, put. on. Oh, my God. I can wake you up.
0: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. i'm trying to hold my tongue i don't know why it's my podcast like (laughs) like this fucking bitch yeah forces him okay no that's the wrong word he's doing a take-home final for yeah. his class she's ready for bed so she's like come to bed why they're not fucking anyway exactly. what's your deal dude so she's like come to bed he's like i'm doing this thing And she's like you can do it in the morning he's like uh no i can't because it's my first class and she's like i'll wake you up it'll be fine you need sleep so then sure as shit she doesn't wake him up no he's he, now he's gonna fail his classes yeah like now you're now she's breeding basically like a dropout flunky. Yeah. So like, what is your end game here, Rose? And and she's trying to win the argument. Mm, no, I didn't say that. Oh my god. Where she's like, we have to communicate. Like, bitch, you have to leave. Yeah. How about how about you leave? Yeah. Because you don't live here. And then Sandy's coming and going as she pleases. She has got a, key. a key. I'm like, this whole thing is like really fucking. Causing me so much anxiety, and the conversation
1: that happens with Simon, Simon and Sandy's uh, Simon with Rose about Sandy. Oh yeah, all of that. I I
0: really want to see this burn up in flames. Wait, remind me though. So Rose brings up Sandy because Simon's like Sandy's got a key now or whatever. But before that,
1: like I think they were. Um, she kind. They do talk about. Sandy's behavior how she would sleep with any guy that she meets
0: apparently that's right okay and then and then Rose is like okay it's not like you slept with her or whatever and then Simon doesn't say anything, which bad on Simon. Because yep. once again, this is his out. I believe yeah. I believe it would all blow up if he just told her the truth. Uh-huh. But then again, maybe it wouldn't. Because like we said in the press episode, like Rose isn't going to give up that quick. Like, yeah. she'll just dig her heels in deeper, you know? Yeah. And be like, but that's OK. We're committed now. Let's
1: get married tomorrow. Like So she says all these things about her own friend, Sandy. Yeah.
0: And how she doesn't think much of her. And then she's like, well, it's not it's not our problem anyway. Whatever. Like, she's the one with who's pregnant. Yeah. But and yet
1: she also Sandy and Rose both put a lot of responsibility on Simon saying, well, yeah, but you are in the middle, though. How is he in the middle? All you guys, introdu- they introduced him. That's it. What y'all did after that is on
0: the both of you, meaning Sandy and Martin. Has it has nothing to do with Simon. And that's why Simon's whole spiel in this episode is like, can you just give him time? Yeah. Just give him time because Sandy's like, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to go talk to him. Yeah. I have to talk to him. You have to call him and talk to me or whatever. And Simon's like, listen, dude you don't know right now, okay? Like, I'm not saying he's not gonna do the honorable thing. I'm not saying he is gonna do the honorable thing, but just give him a fucking minute. You don't know. And then he puts himself right. He's he's like, I remember when I went through this, like, it took me a minute, but I got some help and I talked to someone and then I felt good about it. Like, you know, you need to give Martin the space to come to this on his own terms. Like, maybe he wants to talk to his dad first. Like, you don't know. There's a million things going through his head as there are in yours right now. And it's not fair of you to like, to, like, force him to mm-hmm. deal with something that if he's not ready to deal with it just yet or whatever. Yeah. On the other hand, yes, it is, because this baby's coming whether you're ready or not. Exactly. So get over it. True. But also, I get it. So so then fucking Sandy just, like, up and shows up at the church social, yeah. which makes it soups awkward for Martin. <laughs> yeah. But... He's like he's there with Meredith and like he kind of like fully dismisses Sandy's presence there. Yeah, like he, he won't even acknowledge her. But I'm curious, how did you feel about Sandy's
1: like her revelations or whatever it is, um her history when she opens up to Simon?
0: Remind me what what you're talking about specifically.
1: Um you know, her mom she hates her stepdad. They don't even talk. And so therefore she doesn't have a connection with her mom because of that. Her dad basically left. So there you go. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe I can just end up, you know, let Martin be involved and then like, maybe we'll get married. And then if it doesn't work out, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you hearing everything that you're saying? But it also pisses me off that they have put so many stereotypes and stigmas on Sandy and why she ended up here?
0: It's like yeah. it's like they created yeah, a like, statistic. Like trying to like find an excuse. Yeah, for, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, they yeah. created
1: a statistic, and they truly laid it out textually, like why she is the way she is and how she got there. <laughs> yeah, 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 Um, it it frustrates me this kind of. I mean, I'm because in my head, when I'm listening to her, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this all kind of makes sense. I'm like, oh, fuck you, seventh heaven. I can't believe you just did this right well, now.
0: frankly, when she explained about her family life, I didn't even really click for me. The part that really stood out to me was like, because Simon's like, okay, what do you want from him, right? Yeah. And she's like, well, ideally, we'd get married before this baby comes, and then we'd raise it together. But then if the marriage thing doesn't work out, we'll just get a divorce and whatever. And that part, where that's the part where I was like, Oh, so you're also a psychopath. Yeah. So you're also cuckoo crazy Cocoa Puffs. Because who says that? Yeah. Like, what do you want? Do you want to be married or not? Yeah. Because what does that mean? If it doesn't work out, we'll just get a divorce. Like, then what? Then you've got a kid that neither of you can handle on your own. Yeah. Like... You're fucking cuckoo too. Yeah. And now Simon's in the middle of this fucking Stepford, Vi- Stepford Wives convention at his house where yeah. these women are just running ramshot all over him. Yep. And he can't do anything about it. Like he's really gotten himself into some deep shit now. Yep. Yep. Deep shit. And he comes home, and I love how Eric and Annie are so sure that, that he's coming home to tell them that he's broken up with her. Praise the Lord. Because it's big news. And I'm like, and. Okay. I was like, y'all in for a rude awakening. Eric says, is it good news or bad news? And Simon's like, good news, I hope. Why would you think that Simon's good news would be that he broke up with her? Like he loves her. If he broke up with her, it would be bad news. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, good news. That means it's over. And it's like, yeah, or it's worse, dude. <laughs> What's like, your definition of good for
1: both of you? Yeah,
0: exactly. It's, they're 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 saying good about two different things, and it's like they're not on the same page at all. God, Rose, she just won't shut up about getting that fucking ring on her she's finger, so, moving up this wedding date. She's so annoying. I can't even handle her
1: well I can't tell my dad Or my family because they're paying for my rent Oh are you going to pay for this rent no I told you My
0: parents are already paying for that rent they can't Know that I'm doing this I can't get a job because They want me to focus on school mind you She's the one who's not setting alarms so that He can take his fucking test yeah so What are you focusing on like Like just a fucking Nightmare
1: yeah you want This guy like are you trying to build Him up or are you trying to make him crumble
0: Which one do you want and then when he crumbles, do you even want him anymore? What yeah. game are you playing? Like, what? what is happening here? Yeah. I don't know. It's fucking, It's. it feels like I'm in the Twilight Zone, honestly. Like, I know. This whole thing with Simon and Rose and even Sandy and Martin feels very Twilight zone mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next couple of episodes we find out it was all just a dream. <laughs> like. Could you imagine like, just a terrible terrible dream and ruthie is not sexy she is with martin <laughs> yeah and
1: you know when they see okay when simon brings sandy over to that um that dance or whatever social church social um and they see you mean when sandy
0: shows up at the church show he, on her own
1: yeah yeah and they oh and then they walk away
0: together yeah and
1: annie and eric they're like mm, i don't know
0: i'm like no that, that those were not i don't know faces those were like what the fuck faces what
1: the fuck faces but also like maybe he moved on and because they had his arm around her like oh okay so maybe he moved on to
0: this one i'm like no you don't want him to move on to this one. Oh my god oh my god it's such a mess t it's such a mess yeah. like where do we go from here i don't know Holy shit. I don't know. Simon is, again,
1: just going to have to dig himself out of this shit. <sighs>
0: it's so unnerving. Where's Matt? I'm r- I'm running out of words to describe I my know. feelings about this whole situation. Where is Matt? I know. Can we just have some clean Matt and Sarah moments yeah. for, for a minute, Or let please. Matt come in and be like, Simon, you're stupid. Slap
1: him around a few times. This one's psychotic. I thought Georgia was bad. This one's nuts. Yeah, but honestly, though... I never want to say that about someone. I don't. I never want to say that. But that when, they're nuts? Yeah. it's okay. People can be nuts. Yeah, I guess so. But, like, she
0: is... Just a rotten human. She is. That's, she's a rotten that's really human. It. I don't even know. I, I I I don't know anymore. Is she crazy? Is she selfish? Is, is she eve? I don't know what game she's playing. All I know is that she's a fucking garbage person. Yeah. I uh. mean, I will say this though, for a show that sucks at investing in side characters, they sure as shit have invested in making Rose a vile person yeah. that you cannot. Like, yeah, like so they've me, done a good job of making me feel like I want to strangle this woman. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. It's true. They did. Oof. Okay.
0: Couple of side notes. One, God, I love Annie's hair. She yeah. looks so good. Yeah, she's like crushing the hair game. Mm-hmm. Two. Don't like Ruthie with the curly hair anymore. I like it flat. I like it straight. In this one, she was all voluminous and she didn't have her bangs. And I was like, not here for it. Oh. You liked it? I like all. I don't know. I think she can rock them both. That's what I think. I feel like if she's going to, she should just be straight or she should get her like real curls back, you know, like her like her like real curls.
1: That would be actually really fun to see. It would be so cute. But
0: oh man, it's such a curly
1: hair problem. They're, uh, when they when they say they're like, those perfect waves when you have curly hair, you straighten it and then you add the waves. It's like, bitch, you already had curly hair. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> no, but I found that when you have like curly hair like yours or Ruthie's, yeah. if you want wavy, you got to brush it. I Yeah, you got to brush it, but oh man. I know, but then brushing it brings up its whole other side. And then it turns stone.
1: into a fro and you're, again, you have to, yeah, you got yeah, to
0: apply some heat, unfortunately, and then do
1: it. And that. you're like, oh, I, I have curly hair, but I applied waves. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. That's why I'm I mean, I, I feel I consider myself truly blessed. Like my hair is wavy. On yeah. Its own. Like it has a pretty natural. Yeah. Beachy, wavy texture to it. Like yeah. I don't I never have to do much. If I try to, that's when I get in trouble. Yeah. The minute I apply heat, my hair doesn't know what to do. It's why I gave in to my curls. I'm like, nope, I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to give rock in. Those cur- Your curls are amazing. Mm-hmm. Curls. Sometimes I wish I had like tight curls like that because I feel like I would love them. Like I just let them be, you know. Yeah,
1: well, they have a mind of their own. They're, they, <laughs> there are
0: times where like some hair comes out straight. You're like, well, why? <laughs> what did you do? They have to curl it. Yeah. <laughs> just the one hair. <laughs> and you're like, uh, no, not doing this. That's funny. But okay, so that was one. Two, how many guitars does a band need? I don't know. There's fucking three guitars in this band Eric is playing. with. Like, I know. Plus a bassist, plus a drummer. Like, you don't need three guitarists. And none of them are singing or anything. Like, they're just playing. Yeah, just pretending. <laughs> and it's a very simple song. It's the Spirit in the Sky yeah. song. Like, it doesn't require three guitars to yeah. pull off the chords or whatever. Like... Apparently it does <laughs>
1: so in this show. It does. They got to show you. He has a band. I, I wonder
0: if those people are just like, like crew members or something that like play. And they were like, I want to get on stage. <laughs> Dude. And like threw them a bone. Like, all right, you get yeah. up there too. Add oh. an extra guitar. Maybe. Maybe. It's so funny. Um, But yeah. So I don't know, man. <laughs> I also made a note here I wrote, Mare is so smitten. She's obviously so in love with Martin. She is. It's very sweet.
1: When he takes her hand, it was, <laughs> it was cute. I know.
0: And then when she gets all flustered and she can't talk, when he yeah. like asks her out of her, she's like, uh, uh, uh yeah, 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 <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, but I had this flash, like, just like I could sort of see it in a mo- in a minds in my mind's eye. Like, is Ruthie gonna turn? On Martin and Meredith oh. over this relationship. Like, you know what I mean? Like, also because Ruthie, I think, is on to Martin and Sandy a little bit. Mm. She keeps, like, asking questions and, yeah. like, poking around mm-hmm. with Martin about Sandy. Yeah, You know, I feel like she knows more than she's than she thinks she does or whatever. Yeah, you know, like, subconsciously or whatever. So I'm really curious to see kind of how all this sandy crap is gonna enfold itself around the meredith of it yeah. all and then the ruthie of it all because
1: meredith meredith does tell um ruthie that martin kissed her on the cheek she goes why on the cheek not on the lips yeah so she's like that's and mer's like well it's not like we had a date
0: yeah. or anything like and and she's it like sweet. it's sweet i yeah. liked it which was so cute yeah Ugh. They're cute, man. Yeah. I mean, I really want Martin and Ruthie to get together, but not really anymore so much. Because now I'm kind of invested in this Meredith thing, and I really just want to see what the fuck's going to happen with Sandy. Like, I need to know the deets on the Sandy debacle. Mm -hmm. And I really... mm -hmm, Now that... Now the wheels are spinning, T, man. The wheels are spinning. And it's because what of what thinking? we talked about in the last episode. I don't know. I don't know. I'm wondering the reason why Sandy keeps talking to Simon is because it's Simon's baby. And she's like, she's like making it about Martin to like test Simon. But then if that's the case, then what does Rose think is going to happen? Or what does Sandy think is going to happen with Rose? Because Rose has fucking moved her ass in. Yeah. Yeah. And they're engaged or whatever. God, these girls are not good friends.
1: Because they've (sighs) They've known each other for for a while, right? Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, she's talking about like, because I think Rose does say something about while she was in high school. Yeah, like
0: she knew her in high school. Yeah. No, she says Simon knew her in high school. Mm -mm. No? Simon didn't know her in high school. Okay. Because doesn't Simon say something like, I know Sandy, she's cool. And Rose is like, you don't know everything. Mm. about her like for for when she first got to college or whatever oh man who knows whatever clearly this is not gonna end well this is all just gonna blow up in everyone's fucking faces
1: whatever let's see what happens i guess we're in for the ride i suppose
0: so does anything else happen in this episode what happens with kevin Mm -hmm. oh the mommy and me class mommy and me I, I'm glad they didn't go down the road of jealousy with Lucy. Oh my. Because that could have been really easy because she walks in on them hugging and stuff. Yeah. It could have been really easy to do that. I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, Lucy I don't need secure. another Roxanne story yes especially not that they're married with a kid like we're done um but he does accidentally set up the married one with a date at the social as opposed to the single one she's like that's rhonda (laughs) (laughs) who's just there alone again (laughs) like the poor single one's just like okay
1: (laughs) oh dude but then the husband that calls out kevin well
0: does he well Is is
1: it malicious oh i don't know about no not malicious but Basically, him calling him a woman is mean.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot. about He calls that. him a woman. Yeah,
1: yeah. If I got shot out, uh, shot at, I would have quit too and uh, behave like a woman. Yeah, become yeah. a woman. I'm like, yeah. But you know what's my favorite to that reaction? She goes, "You got shot at." I said, "Yes, Lucy, <laughs> your head's in the right place now." That's right. Yeah, She, I like that. She's like, "You got shot at," That's and like right. she, and to like. She is a wife. She is a cop's wife, and therefore, she—you should assume, not assume, but like know that she knows the dangers exactly. But the fact that her husband didn't disclose this to her, like you were shot
0: at, (laughs) this fight's gonna be a big one. Yeah, we're not gonna (laughs) fuck it out this time. (laughs) What is that? Is that is that friends? Oh yeah, that is friends, Chandler. Yeah, um, with I think Kathy. He accuses her, Kathy, of cheating on him. Uh, She's not. mm -hmm. They have a fight. Then he comes over to apologize and she has slept with him. And he's like, Well, I'm glad our first fight's over because our second one is going to be a big one. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And, um, and yeah, I think this is, this is not, ooh, Kevin. Yeah. Ooh, Kevin, Mm -hmm. you done stepped in it now. Yeah. So, Although I can also see in the next episode, she's like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's true, but um, because the audience is over it, you know yeah. what I mean. Like we got over it the minute it happened. So what's what's, what's the point in harping on it? Hmm. I don't know. Then again, the show never does what you expect it to do. So we'll see. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So lots to. Uh, ooh, also we got. We got some finality. So Simon is almost 21. Yeah. Ruthie is almost, almost 16. So they are five years apart from each other. Okay. Remember, I was doubting yeah. that to be the case, but they are five years apart. And Simon is not yet 21, but yeah, he's about to be.
1: And Simon, you don't want to be married at 21
0: or 22. No, man. Just go out and get drunk with your non-existent friends like any other 21-year-old would too. And seriously, Simon, do you have friends? I know our one of our listeners Cheryl wrote into us about you know, we was talking about how these children yeah. are losers or loners, rather, and um, and she was talking about R- Ruthie specific. She specifically, she's like, yeah, Ruthie not having friends doesn't make sense to me. She's friendly, she's personable, yeah. she's popular. Like, if nothing, if, if if anything, like she would be like the leader of a clique. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, the fact that she's not surrounded by girlfriends or any friends at all is like bizarro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's a fully. A, a, a Brenda Hampton concoction yeah. of just like suspend your disbelief there's no friends in this universe get True. Over it. and for Simon too like especially for for a kid in college yeah. for, like a guy in college like that he's just like he's so into girls but like who are you going out with like you're not hanging out with a bunch of bros and like picking up girls together you're just like yeah. you're just singly going out and like meeting a bunch of women and bedding them like that's so unlikely you yeah, know exactly. and unrealistic
1: yeah it's Stupid.
0: true Simon meet some dudes go party like you're supposed to like gain some perspective dude yeah. if you're all on your own and just like with girls all the time you're not and now you're living with one yeah kind of sort of basically Ugh. Ugh. and he's like looking at there's at one point he's like alone I think in the apartment and he like he's picks up the rose vase in his table. He's like, yeah. how did this get here? Yeah. Like, How do how I living in a place now where there's a rose on the table? Like, uh, And the fact that the oh, apartment is rose. so... Yeah. I just got that symbolism. Yeah. Dang. Sorry, go on.
1: And... The way she decorated, he
0: opens the closet, all the fucking shoes fall out. And he's like, Do you need all these shoes? And she's like, Oh silly. A woman needs shoes. Yeah. Like, are you even a person? (laughs) Are you even a person? Are you even a human? (laughs) Seriously. Like an alien. I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of this whole season she rips off her mask and she's an alien doing experiments on him this whole time. Like honestly. Oh man. That's how far down the rabbit hole I've gone with this bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh so oh okay i do want to talk about um there's that moment right when uh, when lucy's talking to eric because now that she's committed to like staying with the church right she knows that she's got to like repair her relationships with the women that she turned off with her sermon and stuff so she's like trying to like reach out and like you know, talk to them and stuff. Mm -hmm. So she's talking to Eric about how that's going. And she's like, okay, so the single women just want me to bring men into the church so they can date somebody. Yeah. And the older women like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So then, so then she comes to talk to Eric and they have this whole conversation about like how people date each other and
2: stuff. It's, it's quite funny. Well, I know it's been a long time since I dated, But it's been a really long time since you dated. Women don't meet men bowling or at sporting events or traveling. They meet men on the internet or through dating services or at bars. But That's not a very good way to meet a potential husband, do you think? Well, no, I mean, it's nice if you get introduced by friends or a family member introduces you. That's, That's how you met Kevin. Mary didn't introduce me to Kevin. I met Kevin when I was being detained at the airport in New York for having a suspicious bag. Then, as it turns out, he was Mary's boyfriend's brother. Kevin arrested you? Did did I know this? (laughs) Detained. But like I was saying, it's nice if you get introduced by friends or family. Or if you can meet a nice guy at work. But don't companies frown on that? Well, some of them are changing their minds. Someone did research that said that most men and women would happily risk losing a lousy job for a good relationship. But, you know, anyway. (laughs) You know,
0: anyway. I love it. I love that they're just having this like frank discussion yeah. like a couple of old married folks yeah. you know talking about how single people meet these yeah days, you know? no i was detained <laughs> it's a difference <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had to keep that part in because it's too funny it, it is
1: cute he's like wait he resident no detained d-
0: d- d- follow <laughs> <laughs> anyway as i was saying um but yeah it's so that was funny and cute and that's when she gets the idea about to do this ch- the church social and apparently billions of people show up yeah Lucy knows how to throw a party, I guess. Apparently. She's she's good at wrestling up a few folks. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then, yeah. So... oh
1: dude and when you hear ruthie she's like you're gonna go to the social like the church social she's like isn't that boring don't you want to go for a pizza i'm like at the fucking promenade
0: again (gasps) i know i was like no the church social sounds better than the promenade and i'm glad meredith said so you know she was like because she says it to meredith right she's like you're gonna go to the social and she's like yeah he asked me like whatever and she's like "Eh." and meredith's like okay but it's a date like i don't like i'm just happy to Go like yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's fine. Like who cares? Like yeah. promenade or the church? Like I'm hanging out with Martin. Like mm-hmm. who cares? Which is exactly the attitude. And then mind you, over there Ruthie's like he's got to be tall, he's got to be high, he's got to be popular, he's got to be. Yeah, like, she's putting all these caveats. Yeah, and she's never gonna be happy. Nope, definitely not. I feel bad for Ruthie. Well, you know she's just.
1: um I don't know how to explain it, and 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 I know that this is gonna. Come off, maybe wrong or mean. It's like when you're confident about something, but you're not sure what you're confident about. Mm. It's you get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she's set in her ways, but like,
0: why are you set in those ways? Yeah, she doesn't know why she's so gung ho about yeah. Jack. Yeah, yeah. So she's just like, she's so like adamant about it. Yeah, but for all the wrong reasons yeah. and like for no really, for no real reason other than just like yeah. to fuck you, her parents, I guess. Or Eric, mostly. Yeah, mostly Eric. <laughs> Excuse me while I
1: cough up a lung. Because, like, you know, Annie's cool. Annie is
0: cool. Um, but, I mean, it's not like Annie's excited to see her daughter being all sexy either. When oh, she sees dude. the dancing, she's like, no. When she sees Ruthie dancing, she's like, oh, yeah. uh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's- Annie's a reasonable person. Yeah. And when Sam and David decide
1: to find another set of twins. Oh yeah. To dance with. The twins found twins. Yeah. <laughs>
0: They're like we know how to social. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. That was a sweet little moment. Sam had a little bit of a growth spurt mm-hmm. between the last episode and this one. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like he's almost David's height now. Yeah. It's like what happened, dude? I know. His haircut is still tragic. Well. I I I like David's hair. Sam did not clearly not get the jeans, poor kid, the curly jeans from his family. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. This episode, mm, should we
1: rate it? <laughs> we are we done? We talked about Lucy I Kevin, like- we talked about Martin, we talked
0: about Simon Rose. Uh, d- 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 I t- yeah, yeah,
1: I think we did it, dude. Yeah,
0: we just still haven't seen Martin's dad. I know, I want to see him landscaping. Yeah. Uncovered how go- how good Jack. is he at this new gig <laughs> of his? I really feel like that's going to come back. Like, I feel like that's that's a a seed that they've planted enough these now enough yeah. by now that it's like if they don't pay it off in the end, like I'm going to be upset.
1: So where do you think Mama's going to buy you a diamond ring falls in? Oh, Rose? I thought
0: I thought it was. Yeah. Sort of like a weird way to refer to the storyline of Rose being like no ring, no engagement No yeah. or rather no ring. I won't tell my parents. You decide. And then him wanting to come home, right? Like, yeah. and talk to his mom, like, or his dad, or whatever. Like, maybe, like, you know, because that song, right? It's all about like, I'll yeah. make it better. I'll, I'll be, mm-hmm. I'll be there for you, kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? So, then you know, now he's like up a creek with this whole drama he's living in, and so like he comes home to like the comfort of his family yeah. or something, maybe. But it's weak. And she's yeah. so creepy. She really is. She's. I she, can't, can't. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I'll put it this way. I called her a C word in my notes. Mm. Like, it's so bad. I can't even say it out loud now. Mm. But I felt it, man. Yeah. I felt it watching this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to rate this episode. I think I'm going to give it one thumb up, one thumb down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I can't fault too much of the episode. It's just, it's the storylines that are giving me anxiety and stuff. But, like, the episode itself, like, you know, execution-wise and stuff, like, I don't hate it. I know. It's just, it's fine. Yeah. Something is not perfect. It's it's missing a little bit of, like, the zhuzh of the first two episodes, you know? It's not as, like exciting, I guess. Yeah, I hear you. But, um, but it's a fine, it's, it's, it's fine. fine. You know, yeah, you I'm, do. I'm It'll with get you me through the next one, I guess. Yeah, I'm with you. Thumb up, thumb down. Yeah. <laughs> did I just refer to something as zhuzh? yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Uh, it was kind of I'm funny. My mother. Oh. <laughs> Actually, no, my mom has never used that term. Oh, really? No, I don't know where I know that from. I feel like I just heard that on a podcast or something. Probably. <laughs> um yeah so that's gonna do it for us Mm -hmm. but as always don't forget to subscribe rate and review on apple podcasts itunes wherever you get your podcasts you know what to do also don't forget if you leave us a review we will read it on the air folks Mm -hmm. um our guys we only have two more seasons left yeah it's now or never, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find us on social media at the number four heavens sake pod or send us an email at for heavens sake show at gmail.com. That's spelled out. Um, also, you can find us on com slash the number four heavens sake pod um we've got two tiers up on there now we've got the one dollar keep the lights on tier mm-hmm. and the five dollar Heavenhead tier yeah and um all the details are up there if you subscribe at the five dollar tier you'll get the all the benefits of the one dollar tier tier as well and again guys this is kind of sort of our last hurrah we've got two seasons left um we're you know the clock is winding down on yep. our time with all of you and uh we don't want this show to disappear when when it ends. So your 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 contributions to that Patreon will really help keep the lights on and yeah. keep the show available on all your favorite podcasting apps um forever, or at least for a long time. <laughs> yep. So um yeah. So anyway, check that out at patreon dot com slash the number four heavens sake pod. And all that stuff will be in the liner notes, so you can always check it out there. And until next time, bye. Bye.